0: I Lived with a Killer is part of the Real Crime collection in the Reels files on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Be sure to subscribe to get new episodes each Thursday. Then, go to Reels.com to find chilling programs like this when you watch TV. That's R-E-E-L-Z.com for the real crime series and specials you'll find only on Reels Channel.
1: Sammy the Bull Gravano is a larger-than-life figure both in the New York underworld...
2: He was second in command in New York's most powerful mafia family.
1: ...and to his daughter, Karen.
3: He was someone that I looked up to. He was a a superhero.
1: As right-hand man to John Gotti, Gravano is the muscle of the New York mafia.
3: He's like, you see this, Karen? Do you know how close you just came to getting
4: killed?
1: But when Gravano becomes the highest-ranking gangster ever to testify against the mob...
4: John Gotti reportedly put a $2 million bounty on Sammy Gravano's head
1: his daughter is left to pick up the broken pieces.
4: I was
3: so heartbroken. Everything I ever knew or was taught to believe in is just, it's just gonna all come crumbling down.
1: In an age when gangsters become celebrities, Sammy the Bull Gravano is a mythic figure. He rises through the ranks of one of America's most powerful crime families becoming the right-hand man to superstar mobster John Gotti. But Gravano becomes the biggest celebrity of them all when betrayal makes him the most famous turncoat in mob history. But to Sammy's young daughter, Karen, her father is the apple of her eye.
0: Karen Gravano, daughter.
3: My father was my hero. You know, he was my protector. He was my provider. We had this really unique bond. Growing up in Brooklyn was like one big happy family. The community that I grew up in, everyone was Italian. Everybody knew each other. If you were in your backyard, you could see your neighbor's backyard. You'd always notice if there was someone different on the block. It's very close knit and very well protected. We didn't have a lot of money but I never felt the struggle. It was like I had anything I could possibly ever want or imagine. No matter what it was, he always made sure my family was taken care of.
1: Sammy Gravano may be a loving father, but by his early 30s, he's already a practiced thief and notorious thug.
0: Beth Karras legal analyst
4: by the time his daughter was four years old sammy gravano was already a bank robber a car thief a loan shark a burglar and he already had one murder under his belt
1: sammy the bull earns his nickname as a boy
4: when sammy was 10 years old growing up in brooklyn he had a bike and one day some kids stole his bike About a week later, he saw a couple of older, bigger kids with his bike, and he charged at them. Well, some wise guys were watching, and they said that Sammy charged at those boys like a little bull. So from that day forward, the nickname stuck. He became Sammy the Bull.
1: The Bull develops a reputation as one of the toughest guys on the street.
4: As a teenager, Sammy was part of a youth gang called the Rampers. He was into petty thefts and he was always getting into street brawls. He was only five feet, five inches tall, but he wasn't afraid of anyone. He never backed down from a fight.
1: From a young age, Sammy Gravano holds one thing dear, never rat out your friends.
4: Sammy got caught breaking into a lumber yard. When the police caught him, they asked him who his accomplices were, but he wouldn't tell them. They handcuffed him to a pole and then they beat him to a pole. Sammy wouldn't budge. To him, it was a point of pride. He was never going to rat.
1: Soon, the New York Mafia takes note of this tough young criminal talent, and eventually he ends up in the formidable Gambino crime family.
0: Michael Vecchione. Retired Brooklyn District Attorney.
2: The Gambino crime family was one of the most powerful criminal organizations in the country. It was into loan sharking, gambling, prostitution, murder, hijacking, things that would make a lot of money for the capos as well as the boss of the family.
1: This vast criminal empire is headed by 60 year old Paul Castellano.
2: Paul
4: Castellano was the top dog, he was intelligent and he was ruthless. He was definitely a gangster, but he thought of himself more as a businessman. His wealth was in construction and in concrete. No one with a contract in New York over $2 million could pour concrete without Paul Castellano's permission.
1: Impressed with Sammy's loyalty and tenacity, Paul Castellano officially inducts him into the family.
4: Sammy's induction ceremony was in Brooklyn in 1976. He was led to the basement of a building where Castellano pricked his trigger finger and then poured the blood on the picture of a saint. Then he set that picture on fire and he said that if Sammy ever divulged the secrets of the family, his soul would burn like that saint. Being a made man has responsibilities. You're expected to be a good earner, make money, and you have to kick a percentage of that up the hierarchy of the family.
1: Sammy's young daughter has no idea how her father truly makes his money.
3: I thought my father was in construction. I mean, he he was in construction. We had construction offices. There was never a time where I seen any illegal activity. And that I also believe that he owned nightclubs because he'd be
4: out at night And he'd be working. Sammy Gravano was a good builder. He knew a lot about the building trades. Crime boss Paul Castellano's first love was the construction industry. And once he learned that Sammy had a drywall and plumbing business, he took an interest in him, helping him get contracts and making inroads with the unions. One contract after another, what was good for Sammy was good for the family.
1: Karen loves her father. But at a young age, she catches her first glimpse of his secret life.
3: Here I am, this little girl. You know how little girls are. You know, you always want to hide things from your siblings. And I don't know what it was that I was hiding, maybe a book or a toy or something. And I went into my parents' bedroom, and I was trying to hide it under the bed. And when I lifted the mattress, there was a gun under there. So I was in shock. And I went and told my mother. And, you know, her answer to me was, you know, because Daddy was in the Army, he had a gun. I went and told my teacher and the rest of the classmates that my father had a gun under the bed. And of course the teacher had mentioned something to my mother and that was the first time I was ever told you don't discuss family business outside of the house.
1: By 1980, with Paul Castellano's blessing and the Gambino family's strong union connections, money starts to roll in. The Gravanos go from rags to riches.
3: Moving from Brooklyn to Staten Island felt like I was moving to a different world. And I remember how excited he was like, He worked really hard to have the American dream, which was a house, and I felt like we had our own home and we're in this new place, and, you know, life was just going to be so different on Staten Island.
1: The next year, Gravano buys a luxurious 30-acre country home in rural New Jersey.
3: We pull down, and it's this long driveway. And I remember we walk in, and it's just this big old farmhouse, and we start running, me and my brother, through the bedrooms and everything, and we're looking around, and... We come down and my father's like you like it i'm like yeah he's like this is yours and i'm like wow in
1: 1982 while daughter karen enjoys the spoils of her father's success sammy meets a man named frankie fiala at his nightclub
4: one of the businesses sammy gravano ran was the plaza it was a brooklyn bay's discotheque His office for the construction business was also there. One day, in walks this guy named Frankie Fiala, kind of a heavy hitter, loud and arrogant, who had made a lot of money trafficking drugs. From the get-go, Sammy didn't like the guy. He offered Sammy Gravano a million dollars to buy the whole building. Sammy didn't really want to sell, but a million dollars was kind of hard to refuse. Before the deal was even done, Frankie Fiala moved into Sammy's office and started renovating the place. When Sammy told him, hey, this isn't yours yet, Frankie Fiala pulled out an Uzi and pointed it at Sammy and told him to sit down. Sammy played it cool, and he said, okay, I guess the deal was about three quarters of the way done. You can have the office after sammy left he was furious
1: karen hears her father vent about the deal at the family dinner table
3: i remember him talking about the person that was going to purchase the club which was this guy frank Fiella, and i remember he was irritated and of course i'm not really paying attention too much because i'm a kid but i remember hearing some stuff going back and forth and i knew my father was not happy with the way things were going down
1: Ravano has a history of carrying out hits for the family. But when Fiala disrespects him, Sammy decides to plan one of his own.
3: I was waiting for my father to come home because I wanted to have a sleepover with my friend. I remember him pulling up, and he just ran upstairs. And of course, I go to follow him because I want to ask him if my friend could sleep over. And when I got to the door of his room, I seen him stick a gun into the back of his pants. He turned around real quick. And he looked at me, and he must have sensed that i seen something. And he said, you know, what's going on, kiddo? I asked him if I can have a sleepover, and he just said, tonight's not a good night. That day when my father left the house was different. He had gloves with him. He had a gun. But his demeanor was just so regular. So me as a child who looked up to my father didn't think that, you know, maybe he was involved in something as serious as murder.
1: That night... Sammy and his crew commit a brutal crime and set in motion a chain of events that pits Sammy the Bull against the most powerful man in the New York Mafia. Brooklyn native Sammy the Bull Gravano is into construction and murder. Before the infamous John Gotti takes the reins of the Gambino crime family, Sammy follows the orders of boss Paul Castellano. But when he's disrespected over a business deal at his nightclub, the bull doesn't take it lying down. Even Gravano's daughter, Karen, knows that something is up with her father.
3: I remember him talking about this guy, Frank Fiala, and I remember he was irritated.
1: After Fiala pulls a gun on Gravano in his own office, Sammy wants blood.
2: The Fiala hit was absolutely personal to Sammy Gravano.
1: At 2 a.m. on June 27th, 1982, Sammy waits for Fiala outside the entrance to the Plaza nightclub.
4: Fiala exited the office and walked around to the front entrance of the club. About 10 feet past the entrance, there's an alley and Sammy had positioned some of his men there. While Sammy greeted Frank, two guys in Sammy's crew ran out of the alley. One of the shooters got Fiala in the head And as Frank fell to the ground A shooter came up to him And he put his gun to his eye Blew it out And then he put his gun to the other eye And blew it out Sammy walked up to Fiala's bleeding body And he spat on him And then he walked away Fiala was dead
1: The next day, nine-year-old Karen sees the story in the papers.
3: I remember waking up the next day and looking at the newspaper, and there was an article in there that this Frank Fiella guy was murdered outside my father's nightclub. And for a second, it crosses your mind. I mean, I think I sat back, and seeing him put a gun in the back of his pants and then leaving the house, I thought about it, but he acted completely normal, like nothing. Just like nothing. And he's asking me questions and joking with me, just as usual. So that thought just leaves your mind.
1: The Fiala hit gives Sammy a chance to get even for being disrespected. But now he has a new problem.
4: The Fiala murder enraged Sammy's boss, Paul Castellano.
2: It's against the rules to kill another without permission from someone higher up in the organization. The
1: bull has enraged the most powerful man in the New York Mafia
4: sammy decided to lay low hoping that castellano would cool off so he decided to join his family at his farm in new jersey with some of his men
1: young karen senses her father's life is now in danger
4: my father's crew had come up to the farm
3: i remember someone in the room saying you know pole's hot sammy like this is a problem you're going to get us all killed and the other members of his crew like having his back and you know I think this is the first time in my life I really started to realize that maybe my father was involved in any kind of illegal activities, and maybe there is a sense of danger that surrounds his world. And I just always wanted to know, like, if God forbid anything happened to him, if he ever died or he was ever hurt, would my family come? We live on the farm. And of course, you know, he never addressed those issues with me.
1: Sammy hides out at the farm for three weeks until Paul Castellano demands to meet with him.
2: After Frank Fiello was killed, Sammy was called to a sit down with the boss of the family, Paul Castellano. And of course, going to a sit down is always a risk. You don't know if you're ever gonna come home after you go to that sit down.
1: Gravano meets with Castellano in a restaurant in downtown New York.
4: At the restaurant, Paul Castellano was angry with Sammy. He wondered, why hadn't he come to the boss to ask his permission? Sammy told him he didn't want Castellano to, to be part of this if the murder went badly. Castellano accepted that, but asked Sammy to promise never to do that again. Sammy took a hard line at that meeting. He refused to promise he would never kill again without permission, but he did say that he would always protect Castellano, no matter what after paul thought about it he stood up kissed sammy on the cheek and said just be a good friend of ours like you always have been
1: sammy escapes castellano's wrath but the fiala killing is just the beginning of growing tension between the two men
4: sammy gravano didn't like paul castellano sammy was a killer i mean he was an enforcer he killed with his own hands paul castellano didn't really do that he earned his position, because he was the brother-in-law of his predecessor, Carlo Gambino, and that didn't really sit well with Sammy Gravano.
1: There is something else Sammy Gravano despises about Paul Castellano.
2: The lifeblood of a mafia family is the flow of money into the family and up to the boss. And when the boss holds on to it and doesn't share it, well... That creates animosity within the lower echelons of the family, and that's why they didn't like Paul Castellano.
4: Resentment against Paul Castellano boiled into a rebellion led by a Gambino captain, John Gotti.
1: John Gotti is one of the most respected members of the Gambino family.
4: Gotti made his mark in the family by hijacking cargo at JFK Airport. Disgusted with Castellano's greed, John Gotti made plans to whack his boss, and he wanted Sammy on his team.
1: Assassinating the Gambino crime boss could anger the mafia leadership and get Gravano killed. But Castellano makes one last mistake that seals his fate.
2: The last nail in the coffin for Castellano, the thing that sealed his death sentence, was his disrespect to Anilio Delacroix. Croce was a beloved figure in the Gambino family, underboss, he loved Gotti, he loved Gravano, and they in turn loved him. When he died, Castellano didn't show up at his funeral, and that was a sign of disrespect that Gotti and Gravano could not overlook.
1: John Gotti and Sammy the Bull find the perfect opportunity to kill the most powerful mobster in New York.
4: They discovered that just before Christmas in 1985, Castellano would be meeting with some of his captains at a steakhouse called Sparks. The meeting was set for 5 p.m., and the busy streets would work in their favor. They planned to execute him right there on the street in front of crowds of Christmas shoppers.
1: A brazen murder in the middle of New York City will send a powerful message. And change the face of the New York Mafia forever. Sammy the Bull Gravano is a loyal member of New York's Gambino crime family. But when Gravano clashes with boss Paul Castellano, his daughter Karen becomes worried.
3: I started to realize that my father was involved in illegal activities and maybe there is a sense of danger that surrounds his world.
1: Gravano joins forces with popular Gambino captain John Gotti to get rid of Castellano for good, a move that could risk both of their lives.
4: They discovered that just before Christmas in 1985, Castellano would be meeting with some of his captains at a steakhouse called Sparks. They planned to execute him right there on the street in front of crowds of Christmas shoppers. On December 16th, 10 hitmen took their positions around the entrance to Sparks Steakhouse. Gotti and Sammy were in a car about a block away. Gotti had a brilliant plan to dress his four main shooters in long white trench coats and black Russian-style hats that would confuse witnesses who might later be questioned by police. Castellano's bodyguard pulled his Lincoln to the entrance of the steakhouse. The moment Castellano started to get out of the car, the shooters just blew him away. He died from multiple gunshot wounds to the head, brain, and chest. The bodyguard was killed as he got out of the driver's side. I
3: remember my father not coming home. After that, and it was probably for a couple of weeks. And right away, right on the news, it's you know, John Gotti murdered Paul Castellano. He's taking over. And I'm thinking, my father knows John. Possibly my father can be involved in this. I felt like I was part of something that was bigger than anything I could ever imagine or understand.
1: After lying low for two weeks, Gravano returns and shows his daughter a story in the paper.
3: After the Castellano hit there was a newspaper article and it said Sammy the Bull rising star in the mafia and um, my father put it on the table and he made me read it and he said listen I want you to know people may be talking in school there may be conversations about this and I want you to know directly from me that I'm not hiding anything. I don't know why I can't explain why I didn't want to ask questions or I didn't want to find out. I just know that he's part of something that's so big that I can't even fathom to understand. But I didn't even want to at the time because that's my father.
1: As the daughter of one of New York's most powerful mafiosos, Karen realizes she's not like other girls her age.
3: At that particular time, most kids are thinking about, you know, what outfits they're going to wear. But for me, I thought about all that, but I also thought, like, I hope my father makes it home safe tonight, you know? I, I thought about what else is going
4: to be in the news tomorrow. With Paul Castellano dead, the Gambino captains elected John Gotti as their new boss. Sammy was promoted to captain, a position that was higher than anything he had ever had before.
1: Like Paul Sorvino's character in the mob movie Goodfellas, Sammy Gravano is rewarded by becoming the capo of his own crew.
3: Right after the Castellano hit, he got so much respect. It's like now he has a driver and now, you know, people are walking into a restaurant and they're pulling out chairs for him and it's like, you're not really thinking of what he did to earn this respect.
1: As the main suspect in Castellano's murder, John Gotti becomes the object of intense press attention.
3: Society viewed them as heroes. As as crazy as that may sound, it's like, you know, here's this murder... Of a man outside Spark Steakhouse, and it's getting national attention, and people are looking at John Gotti like he's a superhero.
1: Determined to put Gotti behind bars, the FBI arrests him on May 1986 on racketeering charges.
4: Gotti was jailed at the Metropolitan Correctional Center and denied bail. While he was in, he appointed Sammy to run the family business.
1: The bull runs the Gambino interests with an iron fist, overseeing three executions in 1986 alone. Determined to get his boss back on the street, Sammy proves once again he's more than a mere enforcer. In
4: 1987, Sammy bribed the jury foreman, who agreed that he would vote not guilty and try to persuade other jurors to do the same. Well, Gotti was indeed acquitted and sprung from jail. When he got out, he rewarded Sammy by promoting him to consigliere, the third highest position in the family.
1: As Gravano's daughter, teenaged Karen, is a local celebrity.
4: I have my sweet
3: 16, and, you know, John Gotti was invited, and of course I have all my friends there from school, and someone had put a note in my locker after, and it said, Mafia Princess. I actually was offended by that term because I didn't act that way. I know people that their fathers are involved in that lifestyle and I've heard them say things like, do you know who I am? Do you know who my father is? And I'd probably get a foot up my ass if I ever did something like that.
1: Karen's father insists on humility, but being the daughter of a mob giant has its perks and its risks.
3: My father built us this beautiful house that had this big patio that extended from my bedroom window. And to me, that was like my landing strip to be out of the house. Like I would just run out the window and jump over the fence and I'd be out all night. There was this one night that I remember sneaking back into the house and my father was up and he was in the kitchen and he seen a shadow go by and he heard footsteps on the roof. So automatically he's thinking, Someone's breaking in. This is a hit. that coming through the kid's bedroom. So he grabs his gun. He runs upstairs. And as soon as I come through the window, my father's standing there, like, gun cocked, ready to blow my brains out. It was just crazy because I see this gun cocked in my face. And of course, my hands are up, like, <laughs> like, I'm under arrest or I'm in a robbery. And I'm like, da, hi. And he's just not saying a word. The gun's there. And I'm like, I just went to Miggy's, which is, like, the local grocery store. Do you want a sandwich? Because I'm thinking, I got to get out of this. You know, I snuck out. I've been out all night. And he's just like, you see this, Karen? Do you know how close you just came to getting killed? And then he slams the door. He's like, go to bed. And the next morning, I remember my mother coming up. I'm like, daddy's mad at me. And she's like, no, he's very upset. Not mad, he's upset. Do you realize he almost killed you last night? I wasn't thinking about, I could have been murdered. I'm just thinking, I want to go out and sneak out. Like other kids sneak in their house and then I don't have to worry about their father blowing their brains out.
1: Gravano has more than a rebellious teenage daughter to contend with. He and his boss, John Gotti, are being hounded by the media.
4: In the late 80s, gangsters were celebrities. Movies like Pritzy's Honor, Scarface, The Untouchables, Married to the Mob, glorified gangsters. So paparazzi would show up to film Gotti and Gravano wherever they could find him.
1: Sammy shuns the attention, but Gotti embraces the TV cameras.
4: There's no question that John Gotti had
3: this or about him. You know, he, he demanded a certain kind of respect. He had swag. So I think the country fell in love with him. The news media became obsessed with him and it was something to watch on TV. Well John may like that but the rest of the mob and the rest of that world didn't because he was exposing it. He was giving up you know the mob basically by putting it on Front Street.
1: In spite of reporters and the FBI watching their every move, Gotti begins holding court at his Ravenite social club in Little Italy.
3: Here's John Gotti on every news station and Meeting at the Ravenite Social Club every night, it became a joke. My father would plead with him, like, John, we're giving the government this on a silver platter. And John's answer would be, No, Sammy, we'll show them. We're Cosa Nostra.
1: But Sammy has every reason to worry. During the course of the investigation that the FBI launched
2: into John Gotti, they bugged the Ravenite Social Club. The Ravenite bug turned up nothing their recordings were fruitless because the radio would be
4: playing in the background and then Gotti installed a white noise machine. But they soon learned that when he wanted to have certain conversations, he'd walk out the side door of the social club and up to an apartment upstairs. So they got permission to bug that apartment.
2: It turned out to be a treasure trove. Gotti and everyone else conducted their business in that apartment. They talked about murders. They talked about crimes. They talked about future crimes.
4: Sammy was aware of the FBI presence. He saw the vans, and he knew they had access to the best surveillance equipment.
2: In addition to John Gotti bragging about Gotti being the head of the Gambino family, Gotti was also picked up on the wire, saying that he was going to promote Sammy Gravano to the position of underboss of the Gambino family.
1: The underboss is the second most powerful man in the family. Gravano is now the number two power player in organized crime in New York. But that's not all the FBI hears Gotti say. On December 12,
2: 1989, Gotti was overheard admitting to the killing of three Castellano loyalists. That was the turning point, the tipping point for the FBI when they now realized that they had enough to bring down Gotti and arrest him and
1: go forward with a prosecution. In New York's Eastern District, A grand jury is secretly convened, and sealed indictments are returned against John Gotti, Sammy Gravano, and consigliere Frank Locascio. But news of the indictments slips out.
3: I remember we were at my cousin's communion party, and um, it was just different that night. You know, my father seemed like he had something on his mind. And the second we got back to the house, he had called my brother and I, down into the bedroom with him and my mother and he explained to me that he had to go on the lam I realized that he had to do this because he was the underboss of the Gambino family so the reality is now I'm starting to feel the impact of this world and I'm concerned am I ever going to see him again
4: A month later, boss John Gotti called Gravano out of hiding and insisted they meet at the Ravenite.
1: Aware that he could be arrested at any moment, Sammy goes home to see his daughter one last time.
3: I remember just running over to him and wrapping my arms around him, and I started crying because, you know, he's been on the lam for about a month, and I haven't spoken to him or I haven't seen him. And we had breakfast, and we talked, and that night he left to the Ravenite
4: social club. Soon after Sammy showed up at the club, the FBI arrested him, Gotti, and Frank Locascio and locked them up.
1: The arrest will forever change Karen's life and make Sammy Gravano the most infamous and most polarizing gangster of our time.
0: Did you know you can stream the I Lived with a Killer TV series as well as Reels companion programs Murder Made Me Famous and Autopsy on Roku and Fire TV? Well, you can. Just download the Reels app and subscribe. If you've got prime video, Reels is on Amazon channels too. I Lived with a Killer comes from the real crime fans at Reels Channel. Find Reels on your TV by going to Reels.com. That's R-E-E-L-Z.com.
1: Sammy the Bull Gravano is the underboss to celebrity mobster John Gotti. A loyal soldier, he goes into hiding to avoid pending indictments from the feds. But when Gotti insists on a risky meeting at his club, Gravano visits his daughter one last time.
3: I started crying because, you know, he's been on the lam for about a month and I haven't spoken to him, I haven't seen him.
1: On December 11, 1990, the FBI arrests the three highest place members of the Gambino crime family.
2: The indictment, when it came down, charged John Gotti, Sammy Gravano, and Frankie Lacasio with a RICO violation. Among the charges was conspiracy to commit murder, loan sharking, gambling, and hijacking. Only John Gotti was charged with the murder of Paul Castellano and his bodyguard.
3: That's, like, one of the hardest things for me to look at because I felt like that was the day my old life was just over. Everything that I knew as a kid growing up, people that I knew as family, as uncles, as cousins, everything would change from that particular moment.
1: Ten days later, during a bail hearing in a New York courtroom, Gravano hears something that changes his life forever.
4: Gravano was sitting there listening to the tapes, and he heard... Gotti talk about three murder hits. But the tapes portrayed Gotti as a long-suffering boss who was hounded by his underboss until he agreed to the hits. Sammy was furious at Gotti's spin on the murders. To Sammy, that was betrayal.
1: Realizing that he will never be able to defend himself while tied to John Gotti, Gravano makes a plea to his boss to sever their cases. When Gotti refuses... Sammy makes a life-altering decision.
3: My father's locked up. It's about a year, and um, he calls for a meeting. And it's me and my mother and my uncle. I remember getting into the room, and it was different. You know, my father was so serious. And we started talking, and he says, you know... I want to tell you something that goes against everything I ever taught you to believe in and everything I ever believe in. And it's probably something that you're not going to understand. As he's saying those words, I'm like, he's not going to tell me that he's going to cooperate with the government. That's He's not going to say that. And I'm thinking it in my head and he's like, I'm going to cooperate with the government. I felt like my entire life is just ripped out from underneath me. Everything I ever knew or was taught to believe in is just it's just gonna all come crumbling down. I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know, you know, what was gonna happen. In my eyes growing up, the government, they were the enemy, the cops, they were the bad guys, you know? And now all of a sudden my father's gonna cooperate with them. I was so heartbroken. Here I was, I was Sammy the Bull's daughter. Like, what are people gonna feel of me? Like, how are they gonna judge me? And I never felt that way in my entire life. I never felt that I had to answer for my father's actions until that particular day.
1: Sammy's decision to cooperate also forces Karen to accept that her father is a killer.
3: I remember waking up one day and the front page of the Daily News was a picture of my father and 19 tombstones. I was kind of taken back by the fact that there were 19. This lifestyle involved murder. The men take an oath to be involved in this world. Whether our fathers went to prison, whether our fathers were murdered. The reality is this life destroys families.
1: When Sammy's decision to become a witness for the government is announced, the Gambino family turns against him.
4: John Gotti reportedly put a $2 million bounty on Sammy Gravano's head.
2: I don't think mobsters to this day can get over the fact that Sammy Gravano did what he did. In fact, there were posters put up throughout the city of a rat. Sammy Gravano was a rat.
1: Sammy's decision to turn against the family tears his daughter's world apart.
3: I felt like everybody turned on me. I wasn't allowed in some of my friends' houses. I have people coming to me like, you need to tell your father he can't do this. I have, you know, my uncle coming to me telling me your father should kill himself, tell him not to do this. So I'm so torn and so, like, Here I am supposed to tell my father that he needs to kill himself and he can't go on with this. This is my father. This is someone I love. I don't want him to kill himself. I mean, I definitely don't want him to cooperate with the government, but I definitely don't want him to kill himself.
1: Sammy Gravano's decision to testify against the Gambino family is already front page news when the trial begins in February 1992.
4: Sammy spent eight days on the stand going through his life with La Cosa Nostra, his life with John Gotti. By the end, the perfectly coiffed Gotti looked defeated. He knew Sammy had beat him.
1: On April 2, 1992, after only 13 hours of deliberation, the jury finds Gotti guilty of all murder and racketeering charges.
4: Based in large part on Sammy Gravano's testimony, John Gotti was found guilty. He was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole.
1: As part of his agreement with the government, Gravano goes on to testify against the Mafia for two more years and becomes the most infamous informant in mob history.
4: Gravano's testimony sent dozens of people to prison. He tore the entire Gambino crime family apart.
1: In the end, Gravano pleads guilty to 19 murders in exchange for a reduced five-year sentence. Sammy was
2: sentenced to five years. Now, five years for 19 murders for all of the other mayhem that he caused over the course of his career was, to me, outrageous.
4: That lenient sentence made a lot of people furious, but the government recognized that Ravano helped him take a lot of bad people off the street, and they wanted to send a message to other gangsters that if they cooperated, they too could have such leniency.
1: In April 1995, at the age of 50, Sammy the Bull gets his freedom...
4: Sammy was released into the Federal Witness Protection Program. He had a new name, a new career, complete new identity.
2: Sammy Gravano was supposed to be not heard from again, but that didn't happen.
1: Before long, Sammy the Bull is once again headline news. Sammy the Bull Gravano spends 30 years as one of New York's most powerful mafiosos becoming second-in-command to the infamous John Gotti. But when Gravano turns informant for the government, it sends shockwaves throughout the organized crime world. He pleads guilty to 19 murders in exchange for a light sentence and years of damning testimony. Gravano's decision to cooperate with the government devastates his daughter.
3: I felt like my entire life is just ripped out from underneath me. Everything I ever knew or was taught to believe in is just it's just gonna all come crumbling down
1: her mother and brother moved to Arizona to escape the spotlight but Karen stays in New York to rebuild her life and regain her respect after being shunned by her community
3: after my father cooperated I felt like everyone had turned against us so in my mind the only way to gain respect was to be bad because when he was bad everybody respected him so I chose to put myself around people that were bad or weren't doing, you know, law-abiding things at the time. We had a weed service called Aromatherapy in Manhattan, and we dealt with the who's who in the music industry, models, actors, lawyers, judges. I made a lot of money, and I had a lot of fun doing it.
1: After only eight months in the witness protection program, Sammy Gravano has had enough.
4: Sammy dropped out. He moved to Scottsdale, Arizona and ran a pool building company and a restaurant with his family.
1: Karen soon follows him, determined to turn over a new leaf and leave her own life of crime.
4: So here I am
3: one day and I'm delivering weed to this guy and he goes, I know who you are, Karen, and rumor has it all over town that Sammy the Bull's daughter is running this service. If all goes wrong, it's all going to fall on you and you're going to be on the front page of the daily news is you know sammy the bull's daughter she's a weed dealer and i started thinking he was right so i decided to go out west and be with my family
1: when karen moves to arizona to help her parents run their new companies sammy gravano's star is once again rising he writes a book called underboss
2: and he details his history in the gambino family unheard of once again for somebody in the mafia to violate omerta and to talk about what went on inside the family
1: Underboss becomes a New York Times bestseller
3: I get to Arizona and um at the time my father's book had come out and he did a 2020 interview which was all over the place and everybody was talking about Sammy the Bull and um it was no secret that you know we own this restaurant which is called Uncle Sal's in Scottsdale Arizona and People would start to come to see if they could see him or get an autograph. In New York, everybody turned away from us because of what happened. And now we're in Arizona, and everybody wants to get near us again. And I welcome that with open arms. I needed that to make me feel good. It was just childish. It was stupid. And, you know, we paid the price.
1: Karen and her brother become involved in one of the biggest ecstasy rings ever to operate in Arizona.
3: My brother had met this kid, and the kid was a local drug dealer he was selling a lot of ecstasy and the kid became a fan of my father reading his book knew my brother was from new york and i got involved in selling drugs my brother got involved and basically throwing everything out the window
1: when sammy finds out his children are dealing drugs he's furious
3: my father came to the house with the gun put it to my brother's head and said you're gonna throw your whole life away You want to kill yourself? Here's the gun. Do it now.
1: Sammy tries to buy his kids out of the drug ring. But the moment authorities hear that the bull is involved, they close in on the Gravanos.
3: It was like 5.30 in the morning. My daughter's colic and uh, she wakes up crying and I go into the kitchen to get her a bottle. And as I'm walking back to the bedroom, I hear commotion outside. I get into the bedroom and I hear voices. They're like, Karen, come out with your hands up. They're like, you're under arrest. They're screaming. I'm like, I have a baby. And I remembered my daughter's little hands, like, you know, just holding on tight to me. And my mother, brother, father, daughter's father, and I were all under arrest for being an ecstasy ring.
4: The crew was believed to have sold as many as 25,000 ecstasy pills a week in the Phoenix area between 1999 and 2000 in a drug dealing conspiracy that included racketeering and money laundering. We either all had to plead innocent or
3: all plead guilty. And we decided to do a family plea and we all pleaded guilty. My father was the boss, my mother was the financer, My brother was the person that pretty much moved the people on the street, and I was the go-between. My father was sentenced to 19 years. My brother did nine and a half. My mother and I both received probation, and my daughter's father, he actually went to prison for nine and a half
1: years as well. After the convictions in Arizona, the Gravano family has nothing left.
3: Everything was taken from us. Businesses were closed down. All the equipment was sold off my mother's house was seized everything that you could possibly imagine was taken even family pictures so we were just forced to pick up the pieces and start all over again
1: karen struggles to make ends meet and support her baby
3: i had to take care of the family with pretty much nothing i basically had to go to work and start from scratch And how could I really get a job now when I'm on the newspaper every single day as being some, you know, drug-lord family, and I have to go and be an average, everyday working citizen? Thank God I did find someone that hired me. I'm an esthetician by trade, so I went to go work in a day spa.
1: Then in 2011, Karen stars in the hit TV series Mob Wives.
3: My friend calls me, and she tells me she's casting for a television show. The show's going to be called Mob Wives. And I'm like, no way. I don't want to do it. Six years later, <laughs> I did it. It was a successful show. It definitely brought up a lot of old wounds. You know, I think that I had to come back and fight that fight that I had to fight, you know, 20-something years ago after my father cooperated. But I wasn't a 19-year-old girl anymore. I was a woman who... Completely understands everything that happened.
1: In 2017, after serving 17 years, Sammy Gravano is released from prison and reunited with his daughter.
3: I fought this fight stronger. I fought it harder. I don't care what people think about me. I know who I am, I know who my father is. And I don't care what people think about my relationship with him. That's my relationship. I have a father that chose a certain path. Was it right? Who knows? It was his path. Does he take care of me? hundred percent. Is he there if something's wrong? A thousand percent. Is he there for advice and, and wants to see me and my child do better in life? A thousand percent. So that's the man I love and honor and respect. And that's the man I will fight for every single day of my life.
0: I Lived with a Killer comes from the real crime fans at Reels Channel. To find more original programs like this when you watch TV, go to Reels.com. That's R-E-E-L-Z dot com to find us on your system. You'll also find extras from the TV version of I Lived with a Killer, including tell-all interviews with family members and crime scene photos. You'll get only on Reels Channel.